Hello, welcome to Mixed Up Thoughts Podcast. I am Roz Mix, the ambassador of the chill life. I'm here with Ken Shock and special guest, my guy. You know, we did a show two years ago, and uh, he just recently hit me up. He's like, man, we had a great time doing the show. We should do it again. I was like, man, say less. I'm going to do it again ASAP. <laughs> he come on anytime he want to. Job Boogie is back in the house. How's it doing? How you doing? Man, living. Doing man, well. Great to have you again. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And how are you, Kid Shock? I am doing well. I'm doing well. Okay. So how was you guys this weekend? Good. Real good weekend. Pretty re- fairly relaxing. Fairly relaxing. relaxing. Mm-hmm. How about fairly you, Kid Shock? You have some uh, major plans? You know, anything big? Well, I had my uh, son and his kids over, and we made mock Taco Bell, and everybody was happy. Mock Taco Bell. Okay. 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 What's mock Taco Bell? (laughs) Okay. Taco Bell used to have a a dish called an anchorito, and they discontinued it. And the only thing I couldn't get right about it was the red sauce. So I found online a recipe for mock Taco Bell red sauce, and I made it, and it was really good. So I had my kids over to taste it, and they were like, oh, this tastes just like it, you know, like it used to. And I was like, okay. So I can always tempt my younger son over to my house by saying, I'll make you Taco Bell. Wow. It's okay. (laughs) I'll make you Taco Bell. Right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, Ja, what's been going on since the last time we talked? What's new with uh, you? Let's see. That was two years ago. See, I had saw that in my memories. And mm-hmm. that was two years ago yesterday. I'm not sure exactly. Like, the, like January 15th, 16th, somewhere around King Day. Of, okay. Uh, two, was that two years ago? Let me look. Let me look. Yeah. So it'll be 21, right? Because it's 23. Yep, that would have been, I think that would have been uh, 21. Yep. January 12th. January 12th, 2021. Okay. January 12th. Okay, yeah. So I saw that and I was like, man. And I, I watched it. You know, I watched the whole thing. I was like, wow, we're, that's a great, that's a great conversation. You got to do this again. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, Lots, lots going on. I'm, I'm doing a, I'm doing a solo project, Ja Boogie. Mm-hmm. Um, still reggae, um, but it's a solo project that I've, I've never done before. And uh, yeah, it's been working on that. Still doing some Natty Nation stuff, and just doing the thing, man. Working, working it out. Okay, so what's that like doing a solo project? I mean. Is it more stressful? Are you, you know, are you just trying some different things with it or? Trying some different things with it. I got background singers. One happens to be my daughter. And yeah, I see that. You got to bring the, bring, bring the family involved with it. That's, yeah. that's nice, man. You have the, yeah. your daughter involved with it. You know, that's good. Super cool. Um, it's something, it's like a dream come true, actually. You know, she's 22 years old. <clears throat> and um, she's always sang around the house and the shower, this and that. And. You know, she she you know it gives her a chance to really cut her teeth on the stage, and it's been really cool. Um, got her and another background singer named Raquel. She's very good as well. 
the, the voices blend very well together. Um, this is the first time I've done a project like this. Yeah, with the female background singers. Yeah. Now, did you? Now, did you? Did she come to you to be on the, the start singing with you, or did you, you know, no. hint to her like you know you could go? You, you know. I brought it to her. Yeah. Okay. I brought it to her, but she was on. She was on board, and we. When did I? I brought her down in my little studio down here. Um, when was that? 2019? No, I think it was. I think it was before that. Maybe like 17. Okay. Brought her down here, and uh, let her do some background vocals on some stuff I was working on. And I, she was like, "Yeah, I can do this. Yeah, yeah, you know." So I was like, "Yeah, we we should let's get this get this popping." So year 2022 was the year. I started okay. to uh, record um, some stuff around, was it 2020? Yeah, around uh, like 2020, 2021, started recording some stuff uh, from uh, Dub Foundation is the name of the band. And Dave, uh, Captain Smooth is the leader. <laughs> and he, he wrote some really good stuff and uh, he put it up. He put like one track up or something. He's like, hey, any this getting this project going, it was just instrumentals mm -hmm. and man, horns, everything. And then he was like, yo, I just need some singers. And I started listening to it and I was like, hey, I can sing on this, you know? And he he actually works with Natty. He works okay. with Natty Nation, you know, does sound. And I was like, I can sing on, I can sing on this. He's like, oh, take some, take some tracks, see what you can do. And I started writing um, as far, I think it was October of 21, September, October, started writing some tracks. And I did all the, you know, layered my vocals and everything. And I was like thinking to myself, I was like, man, I need that. I can have my, my daughter sing some backgrounds and stuff like that and get some female, you know, it was just developing in my mind. So I was just developing it. And it was, it was like, it turned into a project. It turned into a whole project. So what was that like work with your daughter? Do you find yourself having those proud, proud dad moments where you'd be almost tearing up like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to catch yourself every once in a while. That's true. I mean, yeah. you know. You yeah, kids stuff is like man, it's huge. You know what I'm saying? You gotta gotta fight man. the tears. Yeah, you you hit it on the nail exactly. <laughs> yeah, had that. We did um, what did we do a show? Did our first show in June of uh, 2022, and that uh, was her first time on stage with me, and it was amazing. Yeah, you and know, if you was, and if you don't know, if you see a for a Netty Nation Job Boogie concert, buy your ticket right there. Don't wait. Because <laughs> I made yeah. a mistake of waiting and they sold out. It will sell out, you know, especially at, at certain places. But we, you know, you didn't, I didn't see you at the Black Friday. Sold out. I tried to get in. Like oh. I said, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying now. <laughs> and when you see the when you see the ad, buy your ticket right there. Because yep. if you wait, okay, if you wait just a weekend, it's gonna be sold out. And that's that's what's ruined me so many times. Like, oh, it's a concert. Let me get. I can't do it. Let me. Let me do it. I'll get you on the list next because you're my guy. Okay, you're, you're, you're my guest. I've missed out on so many shows. Like, damn it, I missed out again. I got yeah. to get you to text me. You see me. Oh, I just text me. You're on the list, man. Okay, thank well, you. Well, I wish you. my um, parenting tearing up moments was for something as wholesome as singing. <laughs> Mine's more like for felonies. Oh. <laughs> But <laughs> not convicted. But I'll be right back. It, it gets it gets rough, you know. It, I mean, some people well, do have that. 
my children are are different. <laughs> they're, they're they're my son and my daughter. It's really weird. My my daughter is the oldest, and my youngest son, they can both sing. The oh, one in the nice. middle couldn't carry a tune if you gave him a dump truck. <laughs> but you put him on a video game, or you put him like in the stock market or something like that. That's his talent. He's got it. Okay, so I am proud of my children for different reasons. Mm-hmm. But a lot of parents wouldn't think they were good. <laughs> so, well, I mean, you know, you did your best, I'm sure. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they're not, they're not cruel people. They're not mean people or anything like that. They're not going to steal anything from you. The one in the middle might tell you a few fibs, but, <laughs> but, you know, but they're, so they're, you know, they're, these are the type of children that, you know, you want with you if you get lost in the woods. They know how to survive. <laughs> that's man. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah, that's big. Knowing how to survive is is huge. You know, having those survival skills. So I mean, we all have that those talents. That's great. You know, they all got to sing, and you know, everybody's got a talent. You know, my I have a son too, and he's uh he's talented too, but he doesn't. He doesn't really like uh, being on stage like that. You know, he does. Actually, he does do the, He does a lot of classical. He's interesting, but he's more into academics part of it. You know, um, the, 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 the biology and the labs. And that's what he's doing now. He's in the, on the East Coast in college. But he also his music. He still does uh, the piano stuff. You know, he does uh, classical piano. And he did a he did a little. Uh, what do you call it? A recital or. Something like that, and he was like very nervous, like uh, you know. But he's very good, you know. But with my daughter, she's a little more. She got a little more of me going, where she doesn't mind being in front of people. She was a nervous when uh at the Black Friday show, because I had her do a song. She sang okay. the lead, and and uh, she was nervous for like the first verse, and then the second verse, she just let let loose, and the crowd was like, "Whoa!" Like, <laughs> like for real. And they knew the song because it was a cover song. And man, she she rocked that, man. People who that. play instruments tend to be able to just get into the music itself and forget about the crowd. Mm-hmm. And people who sing actually have to like face and see the crowd. So mm-hmm. until they can get to that, like you said, she got to like the second verse and she let loose. She had to overcome the crowd. And when she hit her stride, she was like, okay, I got this. Mm -hmm. But people that play instruments, because I played flute for 12 years. Nice. So, but anytime I had to do a recital, I could just focus on the music. I could look at the notes. I could, you know, think about the notes or think about the next note. And I could block the crowd out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I wish I could play an instrument. I like I said, I tried saxophone. I was in grade school, and what are you saying that struggle? <laughs> I mean, I could play the song. I mean, I could, yeah. I mean, like Jay Z, like Jay Z said, everybody has their own talent. Some people find it, some people don't, and I just knew that instruments wasn't for me. Uh, I was more sports, so that that was my thing. And before we get further, if, thank you guys for watching. If you watch, make sure you give us a comment. Let us know you're watching that. 
make sure you get a thumbs up if you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, subscribe. You know how you subscribe. Listen on SoundCloud, iTunes, leave a review, share the, share the podcast. Thank everybody for watching. Oh, so somebody says, hi, dad. <laughs> That's my daughter right there. She's a, oh. There, there she go. She doesn't Thank you for watching. Make sure you subscribe yeah. to the channel. Yep. Subscribe and like and share to your friends. Yeah. yeah share it, it all wonderful. over the place. It's wonderful, you know, to have, you know, I think this is like, 20, 2022 that was my uh, year to bring in this you know and the, the album will be dropping uh in a, in a month or so okay and she's all on there she's on there um singing backups and our voices you know it's interesting because she's uh her when we were in the studio the engineer he was just cracking up because he you know i had her in there and and i would sing the part and be like yo sing this i will sing this and I would sing this and then he'll record it and he'll be like, man, she sounds like you. Like she's, you know what I mean? Like you can't tell her from me when she's singing in a lower register. Okay. Like, Whoa. Yeah. She, she sounds like me. And so dude was cracking up. He was like, man. So that's wild. So it's how we, how we blend together. It's beautiful in the studio, you know, like on the record. So I'm real excited for this record. You're going to, you're going to like it. You're going to love it. I'm not going to like it. <laughs> you're going to love it, man. I mean, it's nine tracks. Um, like I said, it, I didn't expect it to be an album until much later when I started writing more and more. I started getting inspired by these tracks, by these songs, you know, that, that Dave wrote from Dub Foundation. And uh, I just started to write more and more. And he, you know, I would send him, I would send him the demo and he'd be like, whoa, like you going, you going in. Like you're <laughs> like a machine. Like, cause I would have one after the other, just have another inspiration. Then he was like, yo, I'm going to, um, I'm going to write you three of your own, just like, just for you. So he wrote me some beats just for me. I laced them. You know, I felt like KRS, man. I was like, just send me the beat. I'm gonna lace it, man. <laughs> lace this thing, you know? Like I was, I was, and I'm I'm gonna get back into that mold too for the next one, for the next record, you know what I'm saying? Like get on top of this thing and just make it and push, you know, push forward with my with my solo, solo thing. Uh, we got a question. Uh Bonnet Babe says, Good evening, everyone. Job Boogie. Where's the most memorable place you performed at? Let me see. What's my place? Formed at because I've formed a lot of places. I would say probably like uh, Japan, you know, Okinawa. That's definitely memorable. <clears throat> it was dope. Big show in Okinawa. And who was with us? Um, we got to perform with Dwele. Okay. From the from, uh, from the D. Uh, you know Dwele? And, yeah, I know uh, Dwele. Yep. And it was uh, Club Nouveau. Club Nouveau? Club Nouveau. <laughs> cool. Yeah. They were rock. They killed it, man. Like, rumors. Look at all these rumors. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, yeah, they, that's they was, real old school. <laughs> and then uh, they do the, uh, they did I, I Got Five on it because that's their other tune. Um, uh, Why You Treat Me So Bad. But doom, doom. Yeah, okay. They, they, yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting here and that's like what's going through my head. Like, yeah, they, they did. Uh, I got five on it, even though that's not their song, but they that's their song that they that uh the loonies uh uh sampled. Sample. So they, so they sang it. so they sang it when they did that song. It was oh man, it was that was hot. I wonder how much they made off of that. I wonder how much they made off of that sample. Mm, man, they had to make a it, grip member because because it came back again. Um, what uh, what's that guy's name? Well, his movie he used that five on it. Uh, uh, uh the pill. 
Yeah. Uh, he did a. Uh, what's the name of that? Was that get? Was that no? It wasn't get out. It was a. Uh, was it us? Yeah, us. Yep. Yeah. What song, are you most excited for people to hear? On a... Question, question. From your daughter. That's a great question. Uh, let's see. Spiritual work. Uh, rendezvous. Yeah, we we got some good. It's, man, it's gonna be some great, some great songs. Some great songs. Um, good, um, good concept on the album. You know, uh, spiritual work is gonna be the name of the album. I'm like mm -hmm. just taking over the conversation, but y'all go right in. Let, That's just, 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 just <laughs> let you know, like you know, spiritual work is gonna be the uh, the title uh, of it, which is one of the songs. And in the song, I am saying what spiritual work is to me, and uh, I, just, I talk about gardening. I talk about just reasoning and talking to the to the youth and to the children. And, and warning them about things that's spiritual work um all the kind of stuff you know that's just regular that you would think it's just regular stuff that's all spiritual work and that's what i kind of put into the song so i'm excited for that yeah great question okay. shen question is it spiritual work if it doesn't touch your soul i don't i don't think so not, not to me. So because... If I'm gardening because I need food, but I'm not happy about doing it, that's not spiritual work. No, that's definitely depends, not spiritual work. It, it depends on the person. It feeds my soul when I garden. Yeah, right. But me, that would be work. That that wouldn't be spiritual work. That would just be work. It just work. <laughs> yep, yep. So, but like, if I'm sweeping. And that makes me happy, and I can like get lost in my thoughts and things like that. Mm. That's spiritual work, yes. correct? Yes. Okay. And that's that's the great point. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't have to be what I'm saying. That spiritual work. I'm just saying. I was just saying for myself. It's what know, brings you joy. What brings you joy? What okay. Feeds your soul. That's spiritual work. I mean, painting right. the wall. I just uh, wanted to clarify that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's a good clarification because that's where I'm coming from with the song. It's simple, mon simply mundane things. That's spiritual work. Talking to the youth and warning them about the, the spiritual wickedness in high and low places. That's tough, yeah, talking no. to the youth. Yeah. If you they, can they're, get to it, yeah. Whew, they're, they're out there pretty bad right now. Man. But Man. you can reach them. You can, you reach, can them. reach them. Yes. It, but I, 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 I had the moment with my granddaughter. Because I was stopping my son from leaving. You know you know how parents do when you don't want your kid to leave. My son lives in another town, so he don't get here that often. Mm -hmm. And she got mad and threw her stuff on the floor. Because mm -hmm. we had told them to gather at the door. And she was like, well, if you're not ready to go, you know. And so I pulled her aside and I said, look. I said, you need to understand. That's my child. Just like you miss your dad when you have to go away from him. I miss my son when he has to go away from me. It's hard for me to get away from my son. And she started crying and all this. I was like, I'm not trying to upset or frustrate you. This has nothing to do with you. This is about me not wanting to let my son go. Do you understand how hard it is for you to leave your dad? And she was like, yes. I was like, that's how hard it is for my son to leave me. Mm -hmm. So you just got to find a point that they can relate to. Yeah, they, exactly. That they can relate to, that they can understand. 
and they they'll get it and then that's teaching her empathy i think Mm -hmm. that she will feel for me that she won't get frustrated you know yes i gathered you at the door i i'm saying a long goodbye but i don't want to leave my son just like you don't want to leave your dad yep so i think you just got to find a a point to to get through to him I yep. think I think it'd be easier to reach the youth of Madison, Wisconsin, than other places, because Probably you can show have. them like, like living in Madison. You don't have to. You don't have to do certain things. Like, you don't have to really live that life. I mean, you you can avoid living the life. There's like small eight spaces in Madison where that life happens. Mm-hmm. You know, growing up. Where I'm from, you know, it was hard. It was like it was. It's all around you. Where you from? <laughs> from North Chicago. So it's, you know, it's, okay. People say it's a suburb. It's like, okay, go there and act like it's go a there. suburb. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. but it's it's it. No matter where you go, there's areas where it's like, yo, yes, sir. You don't want to be here right now because it's crazy. I'm from Racine, man. So oh, yeah, I'm okay. from the you heart know. of Milwaukee. So <laughs> okay, so we we're in those hubs. All three of us. Yeah, we are. yeah we know exactly. We're close. We all close to each other. So. Yep. You know that. I mean, and then moving to Madison, it was like, y'all don't have to do this here. You know, that's 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 what I always say. Like, y'all don't have to do this here. Like, there's no reason for you to act like this. There's no reason to act like this anywhere. I was gonna say, more they or less, do that in Chicago, huh? They, they don't have to do that in Chicago. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Be, like, because, you know, uh, but Madison. Because, yeah, I mean, why? 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 You know, like, it, it makes no sense. You know, like it's it's almost like uh, they want to be Crips and Bloods. You know. Uh, here or whatever, or away from Cali, but if you you know you talk to a real gangbanger, they'd be like, dude, they don't want anything to really do with it. They have to live that life. That's where they really have to live it. It's like you know, South Central LA. You know, like that. I, 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 no, I, I've lived in California too, and they don't necessarily have to live that life because they they there are places where if you are not snitching and you just keep to yourself they'll let you they'll let you alone because they know they they know you're not gonna they they know that you don't have the stuff that it takes to be them okay but here's the thing though it's like but they have to find out first no they know it immediately upon looking at you because you you know you know how people approach you you and got away with it. My... <laughs> yeah, you got away with it because you a bigger guy. I got away <laughs> with it because I was a weirdo. They were like, no, no. If we give her a gun, she gonna kill all of us <laughs> and not the people we, we <laughs> want the her to kill. Not so just let her let her go. And that's what they do in the gangs out there, mm-hmm. is they know the ones that are too weak or too meek to live up to their standards. There are some people you can't bully into killing somebody. And you can't just kill somebody because they won't kill somebody for you. (laughs) So they're just like, let that one go. Just let it go. As long as he ain't snitching, just let it go. Now, the crazy thing about the LA about the LA gangs was when I started watching like uh, I flew to a wormhole of YouTube videos about the you know the different sets and neighborhoods, mm-hmm. I didn't realize how close they was. <laughs> like, you know, because I know back in my hometown, you'll have this block 
and a few blocks over be there like their ops. Mm-hmm. You know, even Chicago has like, you know, this block, a few blocks mm-hmm. over could be the other ops. LA yep. is this is your block. The exact this you cross the street is your ops right there. So you know what I'm saying? You got a little yep. line of like, yep. you know, we here, they over here, the ops on this side, ops on that side. That's crazy. Their phone companies work the same way too. <laughs> It was a long distance call for me to call my friend across the street. Wow. <laughs> That's how, <laughs> because LA County and the city of Los Angeles are two separate things. Mm-hmm. LA County is divided up very weirdly and it starts and stops in different places. Mm-hmm. The city of Los Angeles sits in one spot. But you right. can be in Anaheim and be in L.A. County for no apparent reason. Wow. <laughs> you got another so, question. She said, what do you think about Chicago Jimmy's? We say it's dangerous for the children growing up. So, yes, I think it's very dangerous. I'm going to be honest it's, with you. It's super dangerous, man. This is the type of thing that this is what I'm talking about, though. This is when you weaponize music. <clears throat> you, you know what I mean? That's it's a very great, weaponized. Yeah, that's a great topic because... Uh, I don't know what that is, so could you please explain? It's just the <clears throat> Chicago music, Chicago, you know, gang music, you know, the hardcore well, Chicago doing rap it, music. They're doing it in other spaces too, but that's kind of the, where it originally is from. They call it drill, um, you know, because it's 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 a violent, you know, you drill it, you know, the bullets and all that kind of stuff. And it basically is what it is: is that somebody will die from the op side, and they'll run in the studio. And write a record right away, teasing that situation, like ah, like, your guy got. Oh, and, okay, and, I got you. Like yeah, saying the guy's like saying the guy's full name. Yo, your your partner just got killed. Richie just got. We just got Richie killed. Like, crazy. And this is why, like, um, and you know what happens after that, right? And then they got to yeah, come then back. They and they make retaliate. Yep, literally. I mean, if you ever heard yeah, stories, I, about, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Not on wax. It's not going to just be going to the studio and record a right. track. It's going to be, you know, it's let's go by Ray Ray and them's house. We're going to find you. Yeah. Like and rappers, they... rappers Chicago, just, they just stopped saying smoking Tuka, who was a 15 year old kid who got shot on the bus stop. They just stopped saying that. <laughs> this happened 10 years ago. They just now stopped saying smoking Tuka. <laughs> so that just shows you how, you know, how dangerous it is. You know, super dangerous. Won- I think that um, they've taken this thing to a place where I, I, I kind of, I saw it coming, you know, we come from an age, you know, 80s, 90s, and we didn't see anything like this jump off until uh, like Pac mm-hmm. and Biggie. That knows it for us, you know, I was in my 20s at that time. I'm, you know, pretty much the same age they, they would be if they're alive now. And uh, that was shocking for us. Like what? Like, you know, and then it just got escalated from there as the years went on. There's more and more, you know. What do you think leads these people to that situation, to that life? I mean, because like Mm -hmm. I could get out because I was too weird for them. Mm -hmm. He got out because of sports. What is it about the people that get sucked in that get them sucked in what is it that makes them feel that there's nothing else 
that they can do in life to make a difference than to be a part of that world. Because it's, it's glamorized on TV and the music, even though when you live in it, it's hell. When you so live it's, in it, it's, it's hell. fame? Yeah, it's, it's glamorized. It's notoriety? It's yeah. brainwashing. Yeah, brain, it's, 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 it's everything yeah, negative I you agree. Think it's of. brainwashing, but I mean, what attracts somebody to that? Like, I know what attracted me to chemistry. I like the way it looked on the board. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. Okay, well, I like the way that that's looked. Chemistry to them. That's huh? chemistry to them. So whatever okay. attracts you, they whatever is in their mentality, that's what attracts them to the, that life. Because when I was in when I was in high school, when we talking about doing stuff, it was about hands. You know what I'm saying? Like we we throwing hands, we fighting, right. we, we we and now it's all about guns. Yep. I got a gun with a switch that shoots hundred bullets, that and shoots. that makes you what? I don't I don't get what the end result is. You get I think it's a different breed. It's a different. Um, we're dealing with a different breed of people. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not even like the same. Like, so you're violence. a big shot. You're the man because you shot somebody. Yeah, is that, nobody's gonna is mess that with the, you. the the line that I'm supposed to be following here? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, mean, if you beat up somebody, like in the '80s, you beat up somebody, you could beat up everybody in the school. You was the tough guy. No, oh, don't mess with him. Don't mess with him. Don't mess with him. Is that now the equivalent of what a gun is to I think these so. people? Yeah. And bodies on that gun? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. It's escalated from hands, like you just said, to what I don't think it escalated at all. I think it was the de escalated. No, because it, it, it because it'd just be words. <laughs> Not, no, know. no, because no, because if you don't have the ability to fight with your hands, you resort to a weapon. That's mm-hmm. a step down. That's that's not a step up. That's a step yeah, down. That's a fact. That's it's a, fact. a step down, but the violence is a step up. That's the, we refer to the violence. The violence is a step up. I get that, sure. but but they glorified the step down to make it look like a step up, so they could get away with being what I would consider. You know, I don't know. Can I say punk? I mean, I mean, you're right. Any punk can fire a gun, but some people can't do that. I mean, I mean, it's I it's, couldn't it's do it. Weird, I couldn't fire a gun. <laughs> if anything, I'm gonna try to beat situation. you to death. <laughs> I got a comment. She says a lot of kids are basically born into it. They've seen their dads and uncles and cousins doing it, so they think it's normal. So if you got, you know, your uncle still out there talking about. You know, 45-year-old men still talking about they in the game. Mm-hmm. What you gonna think at 10? You're gonna be like, oh man, I'm gonna do this for the rest of my life too. And sure. Examples. That's, so that's the examples that we are given is what it is. Um, I've seen the music. Uh, we always I have this with my wife. We always talk about like uh, I tell it like the the media helps in glamorizing what's going on. And you can't just walk, you know, they don't if you don't have the guidance. Uh, either a strong man or woman or both in the house or around, that's going to lead them astray to someone else is going to take that role on that's negative. And uh, the, the music that they're letting out, we come from an era where we had uh, KRS, X-Clan. The, this is where I actually learned black consciousness. Listen to these like guys. X-Clan? Oh my God, I love X-Clan. X-Clan. Uh, poor Righteous Teachers. These guys, they don't have any of those type of uh, 
there's no one in the mainstream like that right now. But your point about the media makes another point. They, the media who is trying to make them seem like bad guys actually glorifies them. They put their names out there. They talk about them 24 mm seven. -hmm. They are actually nailing the, 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 the nail in about what these people want to be true. All you got to do is shoot this dude and you'll be on the news 24 seven. No, 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 no. Lots of, a lot of times they shoot and they just know the block knows. As long as the block knows, that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. A lot of these guys don't get on the news until after they pass, because allegedly King Von became a major rapper was a was a shooter, a straight mm -hmm. up shooter in Chicago, and it wasn't really known until after he passed. Well, it was known by it was known by people who oh, knew, yeah. but it wasn't known oh. nationally until after he passed that he was a straight up shooter. I guess in it Chicago. depends on who you shoot in that case, because. Yeah, because they yeah, don't—they yeah, yeah. don't want to be on the news. They won't be—they would—they would, they want to be block face. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. They don't like, want to be on the news, but they may be on the news. And then they—you know—they got this little network of people that can hide them and do—you know—stuff for them. And I, I just—I can't imagine living like that. I can't imagine thinking that this is a way. To live. Well, that's that's the thing that she said. You're born into it. It's all normal. So you grow up and your uncles is your uncles fresh out of jail. You know, what she saying? makes he a very good won. point. She does make a very good point, but I can't imagine it because I didn't come from that environment. And sure. the few people that I had in my life <laughs> from that environment, I was like, What the heck is wrong with you? Mm -hmm. I, I distanced myself from that. But but we're in such a different time. That's the part of it, right? That that I see is that we're in such a uh, different time now, where I, we don't have anything to balance that out like we used to have, like yeah, you know, like self destruction, you know, you know, songs that are like, no, don't don't do that, you, you know what I mean? But everything now is go forward and do that, and with this and this and this, you know, even to even on the um on the sexual side with uh, the the the. The wops and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> that's not really, you know. And then somebody would say, "Well, that's there are uh, what, what do they say? They, that's um, they said try to say something positive about that. Like that's liberating for the women. That's not liberating. That's not liberating. Wop? No, man. But that's me. I'm older, so that's not. And I have a you know ch children and uh, a daughter. I don't want that. I don't want that to be their example. You know that song I mean? really doesn't bother me. And it doesn't bother me for a couple of reasons. Because if you doing what she says you need to do in the song, you need to see a professional. <laughs> <laughs> There's something very wrong going on that you need to see a professional. So, I mean, I'm not offended by it. And if that's how she wants to express herself, go ahead and well, express yourself. But you're right. That shouldn't be normalized. That shouldn't be, you know. Right. That's, uh, uh, but 
okay, who they talking to? Alternative music or whatever. But, but who they talking to is uh, somebody that's too young to be worried about some WAP. Exactly. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Like, exactly. If you're growing up, and you're dealing with the WAP, and you're grown. It is what it is. But that's is what I'm, this is what I'm saying. But Someone, that's on the parents. That's on the parents. They gotta be. They gotta be. I'm a parents. very young parent. I'm a very young parent. My youngest child is 30 years old, and I have 13 grandchildren. I am a very young parent. And even I know, if I heard my grandchild listening to that, I'd be like, "If you it's don't get them. your little, right. come here." <laughs> Yeah, we gotta talk. For them, but but the thing is this though, it's 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 so accessible. It's yeah, so it's accessible. accessible, yes, it is. Mm -hmm. But you if you're paying attention, and that's the problem that I have with young parents, they're mm -hmm. not paying attention. Mm -hmm. They're not see, I'm a child that grew up in the 80s. My parents barely knew where I was. Okay, but I was like, okay. I was probably in the library somewhere because I'm just weird like that. But other children was roaming the streets and, you know. Mm -hmm. But I had that freedom. But I grew up. A lot of young parents didn't grow up and they want to be their children's friend. Mm -hmm. No. No, 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 no. Because that's easier. Mm-hmm. It's easier to be your child's friend. No, you have to be a parent. And there's nobody to tell them, be a parent. So a lot of children are falling through the cracks simply because their parents aren't being parents. Yep. And TikTok, oh my God. Well, that's, <laughs> that answers your question of why, you know, what, why we're seeing what we're seeing, to me. We're seeing what we're seeing because of lack of parenthood. Lack of leadership or the wrong leadership, you know, wrong and, leadership. Uh, and we have a media and record companies and everything that is allowing this to happen. They, they're not going to sign, you know, someone that's on a Kendrick Lamar, a bunch of Kendrick Lamars and uh, Jake Holes. And that's all I can really name. Like, can you name anybody else? S Clan would never get signed today. No, X Clan would never get signed today. They wouldn't get signed today. No, sir. They, those type of <clears throat> energies still exist, but they don't exist in the mainstream. So right. we live in a time where if it ain't mainstream, it don't exist or something like, like being on social media, you don't exist. You know, that's the equivalent now, you know, and it's just like, all right. I mean, we we came up in a time where we didn't have it. Any of this stuff, uh, this technology that we're on now is like miraculous. much simpler like, times. <laughs> like, man, I, I, I would love to go back to that, really. You know, I remember where there was no nothing but a map in the car. Even like when we used to tour, we had a, a map, an atlas, man. We didn't have no, we didn't have a phone. Like, if we broke down, we're just like, yo, I hope we get to a phone. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look like, for that phone booth down the road. Look for the phone booth, or, like <laughs> gas station or something. You know what I'm saying? So, we're such advanced times now that it's like, are we really advanced? You know, so that's I'm just saying. Uh, it's just, it's, not, I'm just saying. That's we, we, argument we, I don't want to get into. That's, that's, a, that's a tough one. Oh, no, no, no. Everything, <laughs> everything has its place, but everything can be used properly. That's all I'm saying. Like, why don't they? Uh, why don't we hear more positive music on the radio? Because it doesn't make money. 
It's, it, Why it, doesn't it though? Why doesn't it's that crazy work? when I'm in Chicago and I listen to WGCI mm-hmm. and they're playing nonstop drill music. I'm like, yo, this should be the place y'all should be playing something else. Play something positive. Like yep. you're feeding but, into it a lot. So I'm saying there's a powers that be that allow this. You know what I mean? Bonnie Babe says social media is so accessible to kids and it's scary. Yeah, yep. you're right. It is. That is the downfall. Like if it was you have to like uh with the social media, you have to search to get the positive. With the TikToks, you gotta they got TikToks that uh are talking about uh some deep stuff. Uh uh healthcare, you know, uh, uh, uh how to take care of yourself and what what not to eat, what to eat, da da da. But you gotta seek and search for those. Other than so, that, I heard, yeah, but you gotta be careful with those know. too. Of course. I don't right. know if this is true or not, but I've heard that over in China, because that's where TikTok is from. On the kids, if you're on the t- if you're a kid on TikTok in China, when you go on, all you see is positive stuff about kids doing great things in school, kids that. you know saving people, kids you know positive. But yep. when they bring it over here, the kids turn on all they see is negative Ratchet. and twerking Ratchet. and drilling Why and all that, that type of stuff. Do you know? It's true or not, but that's what I heard. That's what I heard too. Do you know that it is a like? I believe it's a federal law, but I'm not sure. Well, I guess it would have to be federal. That corporations' number one goal is to make money. And if they do not make money, they can be penalized. So their goal is always to monetize, always to monetize. And they will be penalized if they don't. So they, they don't. It's gotten to the point that they don't care what they have to do to get the money. They just have to get the money mm. because that is their goal. That, that By law, that's what they have to do. That's destruction. Well, that's it, at the destruction destru- of our people. It's not destruction. It's the fact that they choose the easiest route mm-hmm. to make that money because they could monetize positive music they could monetize positive shows they could positive they could you know do all kind of positive things but they don't because negative is easier to do mm-hmm. it makes the money fast that well, is like destruction it's just like having people. a YouTube channel you can but then you need to figure out how to get that federal law like right we need to be on their behinds Really, but we're not. We're not. Mm -hmm. The majority of the American people just, you know, click whatever button, you know, makes them feel good at the time. Mm -hmm. And we're in a vulnerable state. Huh? We're we're in a vulnerable state with that type of mindset. So they're going to prey on that, and it's going to lead to destruction of the people. in, In my opinion, because. Of what you just said, like there's laws and this and that, you got to make money, and <clears throat> we're gonna do it the easiest way, which is well, destructive. There's nothing in the law that says they have to do it the easiest way, but of course they're gonna, they're do, gonna do it the easiest way because that's what makes the most money for the stockholders, yeah, and that's what they're required to do, right? So you know, I hate to say this, and please uh-huh. don't get mm-hmm. mad at me. But a lot of people say God has been taken out of, you know, schools and all this and the other. 
I don't, I, I won't necessarily say God, but I'll say spirituality mm-hmm. because care and concern for our fellow human being gone, mm-hmm. gone. Just yeah, look at these people on airplanes. Yep. Just it's look everywhere. at the people on airplanes. He's yeah, you fighting on an airplane. <laughs> yeah, that's, no that's, that's that. place. Yeah, that's I, we're at thirty thousand feet. Yeah, what do you want me to do? That's crazy. Mm. That's why I don't. I, I don't even go on TikTok. I I, I don't use TikTok at all. Me neither. It's, what's up, Rod? Food potatoes. That's Rod. So I I, mean, I I only go on TikTok to watch my son. <laughs> Man, everything is a weapon that can be used or can be used as a weapon, you know, one way or the other. All, that's where we come in, you know, with the, the Rasta, the real true Rasta, the real true spiritualist. You know, that's our that's our goal is to, like, shift through some of this stuff, to be the cure to some of this stuff. With I've, got, I've gotten frustration with Rasta, with Rastafari. The frustration? Still Rastafari, but I've, got, I've got some frustrations with it. The way some things are done, the way I feel that the wrong people are are, are getting rich off of it. That's just how I always feel about things. They need more yep. gatekeeping and Rastafari because I agree. people are cashing in who don't do nothing to give back to what it truly is. And because mm-hmm. I seen a video, some of the <clears throat> Rasta elders were old and sick and like damn near homeless. And I'm like, yo, what? Where's where's all the you know protection coming from? Where's the Give back, you know what I'm saying? Where's the mm-hmm. true meaning of it? Yep. But, you know, Mr. Bob Marley, that's what if you study Bob Marley, you'll see this guy just was like here. Just like giving, you know, he was he spent all day just giving everything away. Like he'd spend all day. He'd make sure they make a bunch of food. All right, make sure everybody that comes up just gets a bowl of food. You know, he was just that's what he did. Like all day. He would just be like every day he just open up his doors. Like, Come on in, everybody. You know, let's play, that, some, let's play some soccer. That makes you a very dangerous man <laughs> to the establishment. You know, what I'm exactly. Saying? But you can't be okay. giving stuff away. I'm not Rastafari or anything, but I did do something very that made me very happy this weekend. My father was complaining about his cable being out, and I was like, okay, whatever. So I went out to pay his bills and things because that's what I do. I said, okay, what's not working? And he showed me. He's like, I can't get it to work. I can't get it. So I just moved his HDMI cable from one to three. I said, do you have a remote for the cable box? He's like, I don't have a cable box. I was like, this is your cable box right here. He's like, oh, I got a remote for that. So he gave it to me. We put some batteries in it. We got it working for him. And he was like, oh, oh, yeah, thank you. And it was small. So I wanted it full screen and I just kept fucking with it till I got it full screen. And he goes, Oh, that's a pretty big screen when you look at it. But I made my dad so happy just by doing that small little thing for him. Mm-hmm. He lives in an assisted living facility. He doesn't have much and they continue to try to take something from him every day, I think. He's being controlled like he's a little child. He's 90 years old. I think he's an adult. So I bring him the food he wants. 
But that made me so happy to see the look on his face mm -hmm. that I could do that for him. When he thought they had taken something away from him. Mm -hmm. When it was just, I think a port went out on his TV. Right, something simple. Something simple. Yeah. But there are children in this world with parents that are elderly that live in his facility that won't even come visit their parents. Man. Now, I'm not putting that on the, the Rastafari, you know, Bob Marley level. I'm just saying <laughs> no, that, no, that no. I was happy I could do something for my father. Right. It all connects, though. It because it, that's what a good child does. I got a video I want to play. I want to know what y'all okay. think about this. I'm pretty sure you guys have seen it, so I want. I want. I, I can't go by without discussing this. Okay. <laughs> the unveiling of this madness. Huh? So it's the unveiling of the Martin Luther King statue in Boston. I know you guys seen this. All the explanations. All the what's the what were your thoughts? On this sculpture, mm. I, I thought think, I saw uh, it. That if you uh, don't know what that, if you didn't know what that was, of course, your mind could go all all kinds of places. Of course, because it's a partial sculpture; it's not a it's not a complete thing. Can somebody explain here's the, it to me? Yeah, this was supposed, supposed to be. It's supposed that to be this picture no of these. Where they just <laughs> use the hands and the arms. Mm -hmm. And they spent ten million dollars on that. Mm -hmm. Yep. And this is the type of expensive because I used to work in a graveyard. But yep. What? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Like why? Like why? It's very frustrating because why? <laughs> yeah, why? Like you make why it respectful out of a man to... that was very important. Why? Did, why can't you just do his face? His head and his shoulders. Yeah. Why do you have to be so art and artsy, artsy. and, and yeah. no, just keep it simple, stupid. That's why that's my words live by keep it simple, stupid. Kiss rule. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like it. I like that. And <laughs> but it's just it's a spectacle to me, you know, when I see that type of thing. Because if you don't understand what it's supposed to represent, which I'm sure I give 85% of the people don't. Um, then you don't know what you're looking at. Exactly. Because I couldn't figure it out at first. And then I was like, okay. So I Googled. And me and Google had a good time. <laughs> but here's the thing. Do they do any? Do they do former president statues like that? Do they do old uh, South soldiers like that? You know what I'm saying? Does General Lee have a statue of just his hands? You know what I'm saying? No, it makes no sense to me. I mean, the sense that it makes to me is I'm going down a rabbit hole. Then let's go. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just it's a it's a spectacle. It's like because it looks sexual, Very. really, because your hands are there and it look like you're. Going in between the legs, you know, it could mean that it could, depends on which angle you're looking at. So if you're telling me that they don't, you, you know what I'm saying? They didn't know that. It's just like the Balenciaga thing recently. You know about that? 
from yeah, the Seattle thing. Say, yeah. How that like, oh, we didn't know that uh that it was a dude. You know every single thing that in these ads before they come out, cut it out. It's like, so yeah, I believe exactly. that, yeah, they, they know what's, so it's the same thing with this. You know exactly what it's going to look like and how people are, your mind is going to go. I don't know that they exactly know what it's going to look like. I know, I think they know what the concept art looks like, but like I said, I used to work in a graveyard and bronze doesn't always come out like the concept art. Sure. So like when they try to do faces or infants sure. or things like that, it doesn't always come out the way you think it's going to. But if it don't have a face at all. It doesn't you, mean, you know what I mean? That, like, that doesn't mean that it's going to come out the way the concept art absolutely designed it. Absolutely. I agree with you that the concept art was messed up in the first place. From from the top, yeah. But the bronze art that came out may not necessarily represent what they drew. Yeah. Okay, because that's like that cast in, in sand. Yeah. yeah. It's a poor depiction. Because, I agree with <clears throat> Because his face is not there. And it just feels like they're making a debacle out of a very important man to us. And they wasted um, $10 million. And a waste it. of money. It's just, it just goes back to it, man. Come on, man. Oh, it, it oh, just, oh, that really looks yeah. bad from That's this the angle. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you, you know, it depends on what angle you're looking from. So here it is, right here. It is right here. It's like, it's, um, oh, it's a penis. I don't know. A penis. It's, it's a penis, big dick. Right? Those are balls. It's a big, a big black dick. It's a drawing. Black. It's a big black oh, dick. Of course. It's a, it's a, a big, big black cock. <gasps> black cock down. Mm. Yeah, so I mean, I didn't what? see the sexual angle until I saw that angle. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. It depends on what angle you look that, at it. That from. that that was really yeah. Not... It depends on what angle it comes from, and they've I been trying to they uh, downplay this guy. They've been downplaying this brother for and, and it's Boston, so that tells you that tells you a lot there where it's at. Yeah, you know? I was thinking about that too. In Boston, uh, they probably it just, hired it this guy. It just never ends, man. With the uh, just, they hired this super, super artsy black dude to design his statue. I was like, yeah, we're gonna just throw some shit up, you know, because it didn't, you know, and he makes this, and it's probably like, sure, go for it, you know, laugh, <laughs> you know, yeah. just it, it's it's frustrating. Like, he, I, I think like, they knew what it would look like. You, they you know knew I mean? ahead of knew, time. You know, it's gonna it wouldn't, yeah, yeah, just like the Balenciaga thing that they try to be like, oh, I didn't, I didn't like know that. Because they're basically sexualizing these children on a low. And then they're supposed to be like some type of like advertisement for Balenciaga, man. Ja, let me ask you a question. Have you ever seen a an HBO special called The Third Eye? No, I haven't heard I haven't seen that one. I think I heard of it though. Well, in it, it, there's it's a trilogy, and there's three little short stories. And the last one is that aliens come oh, to Earth. This. You know what I'm talking about. Okay, they come to Earth, and they say, we're going to take everybody, and if don't you say anything about it. <laughs> lighter than a paper bag. <laughs> and yes, I'm lighter than a paper bag. 
And we're going to take them back to our planet where they belong. You know, everybody darker than the paper bag. No, everybody lighter than a brown paper bag gets to go back with the aliens. Everybody darker stays on the planet. Interesting. Because the planet is dying. Interesting. But anyway, um, oh, I can't remember his name. But he used to be a host on Good Morning America, and he was like, oh, I'm lighter than a brown paper bag. I'm going. No, you're right. It is yeah. darker than yeah. a brown yeah. paper bag. Yeah. Gonna because I was going to get wrapped in black duct tape. <laughs> so everybody was that everybody was that wasn't was gonna stay here. Everybody that wasn't fully melanated. And so they had a vote Excuse and you had to call me, in his number I and am vote. Fully melanated. Both of my parents are black. They just real life. <laughs> no, 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 no. But the, the story was that, that the aliens came and was like, we're gonna take all the black people back with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, we're gonna give you time to decide. And the whole world had a big vote. We had to call in and vote if you wanted to let them take the black people or not. And guess what? They voted to let them take the black people. <laughs> that kind of yeah. subliminal message is that. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, it is an HBO special. It was, mm-hmm. it was made by black people to show like it was it was made by black people. You, you probably find it on YouTube. But my point was I was told I would be wrapped in black electrical tape. So, mm. <laughs> so that I was sent because I I, I, I guess I don't fit the stereotypical lighter than a brown paper bag persona. Mm. So, mm. I, I forgot my point now. <laughs> well, we we we're not a monolith, you know. Like we we're not we're all types of uh, so called. But black that's people. what okay. That was my point. Mm-hmm. Should any of us be left behind? Why, why, or should I have the opinion that we can't get our act together? Am I wrong in that? Some of us can't. Some of us can't. So am I wrong in having the opinion that we should be able to? Nope. We should be able to, but there's a lot of obstacles of what we were saying earlier in the conversation. Okay. I believe there's a powers that be that won't allow or or that will uh, block uh, that we won't uh, get it together. There's too many obstacles of us getting it together because we're uh, distracted by so much unimportant stuff. Yeah, it'd be our own people selling us out, too. That'd be too. The whole yeah. thing, that too. So it's like a it's a roadblock every which way you you look. So someone that's you know conscious, like truly conscious, not woke, but truly conscious, it's like you don't even fit the stereotype. You know, like you're just saying. I think us three are alike in that way. You know, we don't we don't fit. You know, we don't fit the stereotype. You know, uh, of of, a, of what you would think that we're about by just looking at us. You know what I mean? Like, and can I just say, I I hate the way that woke has been hijacked and used for 
Oh, I hate I hate hearing. That's why I said. That's why I said what I said. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I said. What I said because everything is. We say awaken now because I I, awaken. Yeah, because I figure myself as part of a conscious community of people that our community is worldwide. You know, we follow people like uh, Dr. Phil Valentine, you know, Bobby Hemet, you know, uh, different people that was in the, you know, that that East Coast community that was teaching this metaphysical sciences way back in the day, you know, Mm -hmm. before I was even born, you know. We come from that. That's where I my my mindset is from. Like from those conscious people that was telling us about stuff way before it happened. My take us about is stuff. just can't we just leave people alone? If way? you want to walk around in a banana suit <laughs> eating sausages all day, how does that affect me? <laughs> Go right ahead. Sure. Move along, sir. Or madam, or whatever you want to be called. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Right. As long as you don't interfere with my deliveries from the grocery store or the restaurants that I am ordering from. Right. I'm good with that. I don't even care who delivers that. Right. If you showed up at my house in a unicorn outfit with a blonde wig on and Tap dance shoot again, pretty specific. Like you got yourself ready. As long as you got my order right, I'm cool. I don't care. Why are people so invested in other people's lives? That's a great question. That's not that that's not your business. That's not for you to dictate. Just mm-hmm. let it go or, you know, ignore it or whatever. But some people seem to have nothing better to do. That's the key word. People have nothing better to do. Yep. They don't have a life themselves. They don't want to be all in everybody else's life. I don't yep. have much of a life. I play video games and read books. But yeah, I'm not bothering anybody. Right. <laughs> That's a hell of a life in comparison to some. I mean, it's some people are here to cause trouble, man. Like, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's that's the thing. It's just we're going back to those kids, going back to the children that are living these destructive lives, man. I mean, it's like if you, I want to cause trouble, I just call my daughter and tell her what my other son said. That's it. Trouble enough. Huh? <laughs> well, speaking of kids in this destructive life, I have another story I want to talk about. Go ahead. The Alabama basketball player, Darius Miles, uh, apparently him and this guy were talking to a girl. The girl didn't want to talk to him, and she ended up dead. Now, the details ain't really known. First, he was saying that he was the guy who shot the girl because she didn't want to talk to him. But now he's saying that he gave the gun to his friend, to Jamia Harris, and that he, and that she, and that, uh, he shot her. What kind of, like, what, this story is frustrating on, like, so many different levels. Like, if I'm with my guys and I just happen to have a gun and he's like, yo, give me your gun. This girl don't want to talk to me. I'm looking like, what? Huh? (laughs) So I think both of them should go to jail for life. I mean, I'm sorry. You should not waste it. 
And one is could be a star. He's a basketball player. Or, He's a basketball player at Alabama, Division One school, getting a free education. Probably, you know, big man on campus. This is what we're talking about, man. Like, what, what goes through your mind to make these decisions, man? Like this, like. What goes through your mind to make these decisions like this? And it just because they watch people like what's his name? The dude that just got arrested in Romania. Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate. I deserve women. They should be happy to be with me. Why? You're ugly, you're short, and you're funny looking. Um, right, but like but you have no personality. Come on, this dude had probably the basketball player probably had some personality. Well, his beard didn't connect, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you wrong. But, but you wrong. Stop. Well, I hate. Well, look at him. I mean, but uh, no, but like, look, look stop. I mean, that doesn't connect. Stop. I mean, but I'm just saying. Well, here's the thing. Like that for years, and he never killed anybody. Right. Why are you bringing a gun to campus? I never understood that. You don't need a gun on campus. Right. That when I was in Minnesota, there was a guy who shot his roommate or there's arguing over the bunks. I'm like, why do you you're going to school? That should be the last thing on your mind. And I right. need to bring my gun. No, you don't. Leave it at home. Leave it at wait, home. Wait a minute. Come on now. I keep reading about these articles over and over and over again about how. Gen Z is so depressed and blah blah. I was like, I, I'm a Gen Xer. I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> you need therapy for what? Your mom knew where you were after school. <laughs> oh, that's cute. So we learn to be self sufficient and we learn mm-hmm. to deal with our anxiety because. Trust me, we have anxiety and we have ADHD and all that, but we just learned to deal with it because nobody wanted to deal with it. But these kids are like coddled and told from preschool because they have to fill out applications to get into preschool that they're special. They're better than everybody. And, uh, okay, but what's that to bring a gun? <laughs> because if they can't get what they want, they resort to violence. We've seen this over and over. The because they the don't know anything else. Shot the, shot the teacher, you hear about that one? Oh, yeah, he shot the teacher. Like This is like, if I get what you get I want or you got to die. Yeah, so I just, the mental illness. Is being very, is very apparent. It's not mental illness. It's not. It's mental not being able to t- regulate your anger, because no. when you're two years old and you throw your toy on the floor, your mother says, "Do you want that toy to continue to work?" Yeah, because you're crying. Then you can't keep throwing it on the floor. That's what a mother does. But not having that mother like that. But having a mother that you throw the toy (laughs) on the floor and it breaks and she says, I'll just buy you a new one. one. Mental illness. It's not mental illness. It's mental accommodation 
for your obscene well, behavior. Saying, I mean, we could be we're dealing with semantics. I mean, okay. It's Fine. just it's just a deal of. I like, hate when the word semantics comes. Yeah, it's, that's the best way I can come up with when you're trying to describe something, but it, it's something of the mind that is not correct. And Thank you can call it whatever you, you want to. You, you know, that. it's something of the mind that's not correct. And, you know, I think we all suffer from some form of it. But at at just, various points in our life, points. and it needs to be corrected. Absolutely. Listen, I tell my kids no all the time, so they learn how to deal with hearing no. <laughs> Sometimes I can even do it, but like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. No, nah, I don't feel like it. No. <laughs> you know, but so they can understand every hearing no. does that. Oh, and if start. you got a child that <laughs> is dealing with a parent that lets them break toys and just buys them new ones, they have no understanding of the concept of no. Mm-hmm. My right. kids Which do. leads to, right, they're going to be great. You know, they're going to be great. You know, I said no a lot too, you know. Um, and I don't, I mean, these guys never been rejected by a woman before. I mean, I, I think they have. Countless. They just weren't equipped on how to deal with it. I mean, but this can't be the first time you saw a no from a woman is in college. I mean, high school, grade school. I mean, you never had a girl break your but heart. That's you, where the rage sure. builds. Right. They're like, I, why I are they constantly saying no to me? And once they turn 18, they can buy a weapon. It's the people of today to me. I could be totally wrong, but we're in a, we're different species than these people. I agree with you, you know 100%. I mean? like, we're not the same, like, uh, at all. Like, that way they think, the way that they move, the, 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 what they're being fed uh, physically and through the ears and through the eyes is different than what we've been fed, what we were fed, even 30 years ago, whatever it may be. And that has a big effect on their reactions and how they act. Big time. I think it has to do with we need to normalize everything. I'm fat and you need to accept me. No, you're fat and you might need to lose some weight. I'm fat. I need to lose some weight, but donuts taste good, so bite me. Um, Everybody doesn't have a mental illness. Everybody doesn't need a service animal. Everybody doesn't need an emotional service animal. Everybody isn't always right about everything. The customer isn't always right. When you're being ridiculous, people need to call you out about it. And they need to stop it. And people are scared to do that. Well, it's like uh, it's kind of part of what you said earlier is that you know, what wh- wh- what do you draw draw the line of like getting involved and not, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? Like as long as they deliver my stuff to miles and they could be un- unicorn outfit or whatever. I mean, there's <laughs> a fine line, you know, between. If I'm in Walmart. And you're attacking the cashier for something stupid. Like, she rang up my tomatoes at a dollar twenty-nine and they're only supposed to be ninety-nine cents. What is this voice you keep using? 
<laughs> what we're talking about is what my it's friend out of, out of Chicago always like to say. Uh, I listen to a guy out of Chicago, Robert X. And he's like, it's all about behavior. Exactly. You know, it's all about behavior. You know, and he, you know, the way these, the people that are behaving this way, it's, 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 people it causes, are being it's causes the problem. in their jobs and it's not fair. It's not fair. If somebody charges me too much for something, I say, excuse me, this should be $7.99 instead of $9.99. Right. And they say, can you show me where? And I show them the tag and they say, oh, okay, that's fine. Mm -hmm. And they ring it up at $7.99. If they ring it up at $9.99 and somebody is off their tits, what the hell are you doing? That's not called for. Yep. That's not called for. These people are working for minimum wage. Why are you being mean to them? You go to the cashiers. There's even, they don't even have cashiers in uh, <laughs> stores anymore. It's all self-lingo. Let's, let's not even talk about that. Let's talk about <laughs> that's the That's going to solve it right there. You don't even got doesn't anything. matter. What's up, Karen? Karen's topic. We just, we just talking about people and uh, entitlement. Right. Man, hey, if you yeah. have any questions, ask questions in the chat. If you're watching, give us a thumbs up or wherever you're watching it. Thank y'all for support. Thanks for all the love. Keep commenting, y'all. Karen, make sure you subscribe. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, know, the topic is, is personal behavior, uh, personal responsibility. <clears throat> taking Listen, responsibility. I've learned to leave people alone because you never know what they're going through. And I've, learned, I've learned that too many people have concealed carry in Wisconsin, so I don't bother nobody. Right. I mean, you wouldn't need you wouldn't anyways, you know. But so I don't just, bother nobody because when I went to right. my class, it was packed out the door and I'm like, shit. Yeah. On a Tuesday why night. Why can't I why can't <laughs> our first thought of mine be be kind? Oh, yeah, be kind, but I mean I saw that it comes it's it's about being kind, but also knowing that you don't you could be kind, but just be realize that you don't know what people are going through. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I understand. I don't know what people are going through, but if I'm being kind and aware. And aware. Yep. You got to have that. I know it. to get away from somebody yep. that looks suspicious. So you just said it right there. But I have not done anything to make anybody angry. They're not shooting at me. I haven't done anything to make anybody angry. And that's. That's what makes me so unhappy when I walk through life these days. I walk in the grocery stores and I'm just like, just leave me alone. Just don't touch me. Don't talk to me. Don't, you know, and that's not how I want to feel. I want to mm. walk down the aisle with my basket and be like, I'm going to get some chips. I'm okay, but that's okay. Bread. But you're and maybe, you're, maybe if you just walked and was like, Make eye contact. Hey, how you doing? Hey, hey. No, when I make eye contact, they get aggressive with me. Every time that somebody gets aggressive with you. Not every time, but they do get aggressive with me. What are you looking at? I was like, nothing, bitch. <laughs> you know, I, mean, okay, I, how many, okay, I truthfully, don't. Truthfully, how many times has that happened? Truthfully, how many times has that happened? In the last month? In the last month? Yeah, yeah. How many times does that happen? Four. You may eye contact with somebody. They say, "What the fuck are you looking at?" <laughs> well, 
not those exact words, but they're like, what do you want? Mm. What are you looking at? Bonnie Babe says people are scared to do a lot of things because no one knows the mental cap- capability, uh, capability or triggers of someone. Right. And that's what you're saying. I get that. I understand that. That's, if that's I'm looking saying. at the fucking floor, why are you bothering me? Listen, Sometimes. I guess because I'm a bigger guy. I walk around. I'm, if you're looking at me, I'm going to look right back at you. What's sure. up? How you doing? You have to uh, just stay out the way, man, and uh, just be in. I try to be in the moment, be on divine time. You know, like that's what. Uh, like I always, you know, I'm going back to the spirituality stuff. You know, we walking, you walk in the spirit. You know, you avoid a lot of stuff because your intuition be like, don't be there. Spirit. I really do, but let me tell you, I think my true spirit is violent because <laughs> because. When I I get these looks or these comments, my first instinct is to just haul off and hit them. And I'm like, wait a minute, I can't do time like that for assault. What does this stem stem from, though? Yeah, exactly. Why are you thinking hit somebody is the first thing? Because when I was a, a, a youth, a young child growing up, all I wanted was to be left alone. I would go to the furthest part of the cafeteria and sit by myself and read my book. People would come up and snatch my book out of my hand or push my lunch on the floor. And I would cry. Later on, it got to be they would take things out of my locker or put things in my locker. By the time I got to high school, I was sick of it. I was just done. So, when people did things to me, especially during my sophomore year, I just did things to them back. And if I caught them doing it, I just wailed on them. And people didn't expect it because I was a very small little girl. And I'm like, All I want is for you to just leave me alone. So now as an adult, I try to control it. I'm like, okay, maybe they didn't mean it that way. But if you push me too far, it's gonna it's gonna go right back to that place. Okay, that sounds like some unresolved trauma. I mean, you should sit down and... How would I resolve that trauma? How would I resolve that trauma? They're not going to go and apologize to me for what they did to me. I'm trying to control it. it, I'm trying to walk through it. I'm trying to be like, this is not that situation. Okay, therapy sessions? I mean, I hate to, you know... Karen yeah, says, yeah. freak folks out, smile and keep moving away certain energy on it, which doesn't serve your purpose. Exactly. Yep. She says, what's the topic? You see, we, uh, what are we talking about? We're just talking about people and behavior and going out and, you know, reacting to people and, you know, just being a good person, I mean, for the most part. I am a good person. Just don't push me. Man, I think we all feel that way. Job Boogie says, I mean, says, uh, what spiritual guidance could you share? Please, I mean, okay, okay. Is it okay to before you get to before you ask that? Is they are they pushing you? Or are you are you perceiving they pushing you? Mm. 
Good question. What it is, is I try to avoid a situation. If a situation happens, like say somebody bumps into me with their car, I'll say, oh, excuse me, and go around. If that same person bumps me with their car again, I'm now ramped up. How do they bump you with the car twice? <laughs> because they're trying to aggravate me. Okay, that's 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 some that's some. Don't there. don't act like it hasn't happened because it has. I mean, so I move away again and I say, "Please excuse me." If they bump me again, it's on. But you don't even go to the store, though. I mean, I don't understand where, where this is <laughs> I don't go to the store often. Okay, okay we'll, we'll come back to I don't go to the store often. <laughs> Please, yes. Please, can, can you just, share? Yeah, what's broken, guys? Can you share? A lot of times that these things happen that, you know, there's something within us that draws that sometimes, you know. Something that, our, in our vibe, that draws that. Not all the time. Sometimes you just have to be the one that diffuses things because a lot of, I think I've lived long enough to see that things try, try you to see where you're going to go with it so that you can wind up getting in a worse situation, you know? So sometimes it's best to, like uh, Karen said, you got to keep it, keep it moving as much as possible. And uh, I'm only going to defend myself if I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to be like the, the animal that only defends itself like a black panther. If they put me in the corner, you, it's, it's gonna you, you, it's gonna be a problem. But other than that, I have to know how to diffuse things to live another day. You know, even Bob Marley was like, "Got a Black Panther attacks." It's not. I think, I think that what I heard is that if you corner them, it's gonna be a problem. But otherwise, they don't really okay. want no smoke. I just wanted to clarify. Yeah, otherwise, they don't really want no smoke like that. It's just like, but very dangerous to a point that if you want the smoke, it's it's it can happen, but. And that's what type of person I am, you know. I'm, I have to deal with a lot of people and their, you know, what they think I'm supposed to be or whatever. And I'm just, yeah. I, I, you have to have to have to have a sensibility about yourself to know how to move forward, and that something is not worth your time and energy. That's gonna work work out in your worst, you know, benefit. You know, that's a tough. I'm one. not. I'm not downing you, and I'm not downing what you're saying. I'm just recalling things in my life yeah i've had them too no no no. i've had them too it just i've i've actually sometimes you just have to think past it it's like okay because a lot of times i think that things are a trap you know those type of things are a trap that are testing you those are tests uh a lot of times like what what are you what's your reaction gonna be and you know violence is like you said earlier in the conversation that negative is so easy to go to you know, that's what exactly. they're making the money on. So we have to be able to counter that and know that that's the case, that the negative is the most easiest thing that just go to. And I need it for myself, too. I gotta, I'm talking to myself as well. They'd be like, yo, I'll just go there because I, I could be just as uh, volatile as you were just being about your situation. I can go there, too. It's easy. But I try to play the uh, I don't want to say take the higher rule because that sounds kind of cliche, but. Take the take the role less travel. You what? Know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> let's, let's get to Bonnie Babe's question. What spiritual guidance can you share? I'd say go within every time. The, the guidance is, is within you. Oh, you have to shut nice. you have to shut these things off. We gotta we gotta shut these things off. And I said that in the last conversation. Show up to Twitter every once in a while. Yeah. 
and just go within because that is where the real your spirit is always talking but it's so much noise around that we don't hear that but you what if that? your spirit has multiple voices inside your head and it, it there's does. some yeah. It does. And no. that's, the, that's why the practice is so important. No, I'm talking about mental illness. Yes. Oh, yep. so you mean you understand the, the voices in the head? <laughs> the topic is Trump. I know that's what's going on. In, I know what's going on in my head. And it's all it's some conflicting things, you know. Uh, but the more so that, is that you what practice. you think that voices in your head are? Well, in my it's head, conflicting. Sometimes it is. Yeah, it's it's this or that. No, but you know? what if people are actually talking to you, like saying things to you? Usually, it's a different part of yourself. I mean, usually, I mean therapy. Oh. I mean, some sit down. Talk yeah, with yeah depends. Ross, I'm listening yeah, to depends, him right. Depends now. on which okay. you know direction you're going with it, but I, I think that uh, there are different voices that. Because it's just like the um, you know, in the in the cartoons, the devil's over here and the angels there. No, and, it's not like, like that it's at like, all. No, I'm talking about for me. I I get what you're talking about. And it's and it could be a third or fourth. You know what I'm saying? But those are things we have to work out within ourselves, you know. And sometimes therapy is a thing to hear somebody with some insight that can give that insight to you. It's very uh, I, I'm I'm for therapy, man. I'm I actually like black people. You know, we need to be more with that. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like for years. I agree with that. Big time. But yeah. You know? So yeah. the spiritual guidance is is to actually shut things off and listen to the spirit within yourself. You know what I mean? And your your spirit will let you know, like, okay, I need to stop doing this. Or I need me to let me call you know such what? and such. You know. And be, we gotta, be we guided get, by the spirit. We gotta be guided by the spirit. Hmm? Okay. What do y'all think of Kaye? <laughs> I think he can right. be a genius and he can be crazy at the same time. I mean, I think he's he a genius be... with the music, yes, mm-hmm. and with fashion, with the fashion too. You know, hmm. to a degree, I didn't like his fashion. You know, I, don't I didn't think like he his fashion. Did that, but... Well, he definitely the money definitely came from somewhere. You know, I think he got lost along the way of listening to people, too many yes men around him, tell him how smart and great he was. And he thought he, he now he thinks he could do no wrong, plus dealing with a lot of issues yep. mentally. Yep. And this is what you get. I mean, you get somebody who's if you watch like like we talk about the, the the Netflix show, the way his mom treated him. Oh, Kanye, that was great, Kanye. You did a great job, Kanye. You're doing this. You're amazing, Kanye. Mm-hmm. You could tell the interaction that she knows that he has on his mother. I'm not blaming on his mom, but you could tell that no. she knew how to treat him because he had certain uh was it I don't want to say he's he, he's on a I mean on a spectrum. I want to say that you know that's usually genius. Being, that's genius is usually all messed up when it comes to like socially and uh you know we I mean, are out, not. Out, outwardly. Yeah, we are. I mean, I'm that too. I have my abilities, and I'm sure I'm quirky. I'm quirky in some sort of way where it could rub somebody like that, eh, you know? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure. But I, I'm just in comparison to him, you know, it's on a higher level. I no, think that he had uh, no ego. He had no ego. He always had an ego. He had an ego. No, uh, he didn't. 
He, and I'm what you, his he mother did. did is build up his ego and then other people fed into that ego. He had no ego. No, he 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 always knew. No, he, he was I'm, like a street rat. I want to get, I want to get, I want to get, I want to get, I want to get. But he didn't have any confidence in himself. His mother put confidence into him. Come on, you can do this. You can do this. You can do this. And he was like, okay. And then he started getting cocky about it as he did it because his mother kept feeding into his ego. And then when he did finally make the break, he's like, yes, yes, I got it. And then other people started feeding into his ego. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what happens and in Hollywood, though. That's that's the that's that's the nature of the beast. But that's, that's not who he was from the beginning. From the beginning, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Everything who that, he was from what, the what beginning become, was somebody who thought, "Yes, I could do this." Yeah, I get that part. I get that part. And know, he but, was. That's where his genius came from. Yeah, that's that's where never his, going anywhere. It's just exactly. the other things that are are there. So what I think of him is that he, uh, the first two, three albums, that's the, the dopest. After that, I kind of fell off as far as his music went. The, Ye the Yeezus album was the worst. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of, I never heard it. You know what I mean? Like, I just kind of fell all the way, like, fell all the way off. Like, eh. But he did, one thing that he did is like, what comes out of his mouth sometimes, just like, yeah, I kind of, kind of, kind of agree. You know, you know what I'm saying? With George Bush doesn't care about black people. I was like, whoa, I didn't expect. Like, whoa, humble in the beginning. Like, yeah, humble in the beginning, and got kind of crazy. But some of the things that came out of his mouth, I, I was like, yeah, I kind of agree. Kind of, kind of coming with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't have anything against uh, uh, uh the Jewish people. Per se, but what he was saying that the people that are in power and that are making those decisions happen to be on fly under that banner, and that's like that's facts, you know what I'm saying? But then they turn that into a whole other thing because of how he just keeps on, you know what I'm saying? Like keep if you uh, like a poking of the bear type thing, you know, where it's like if, ah, you just messed everything up, but <laughs> you just went too far with it. Yeah, you just said like, like just like a poking. <laughs> It's like a just eh, 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 instead of just being like, this is what it is. And then, but he can't because his it's manic. It's kind yeah. of manic. You know what I'm he saying? Can't, so, he can't explain himself well at all. It's right. Like, the articulation and everything like that was, was a tough, tough, you know, thing to deal with. But initially, I was like, yeah, you know, that's my guy, Laduma. What's up, brother? Laduma, make sure you give a thumbs up and subscribe. Thank you so much. For, thank you so much for watching. I'm so yeah. glad that when I become manic, all I do is bake. <laughs> well, that's well, that's you know, <laughs> you, you you need an outlet. So if I show so, up in cookie with cookies at either one of your it's houses, it's beautiful. Trust it's beautiful. me. I'm not. Yeah, I mean, not. A, no, it's not. Outlet, man. I mean, uh, gonna... spiritual guidance. No, the spiritual is guidance not. is. Uh, find your outlet when you get to those. When you get to no, that mat, when it you get is that not. You know what I'm saying? What you need to do if you hit that level of manic is you need to call a professional to talk to. <laughs> if I show up at your house with cookies and cakes and pies, trust me, call somebody. 
911. Because I am <laughs> not in a good place. Manic, being manic is like being ADHD on Adderall that's working in reverse. It's like that's what your mind's doing. Right. It's it our environment that causes stop. this, though. Like we the start of this conversation. No, the, 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 the environment. Think of what have, has happened to the people in 2020 with this it's pandemic. It's not the environment. I Man, we, we just seen some people act like so yes, out of themselves at 2020. I'm like, who are people? Like, I had to go but step back and be like, I had to sit people. back and be like, like, really? Those like, aren't This is what people. we're, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's laughing. He's smiling because he, am I wrong? I will like, sit like, in a manic moment and go, the Christmas bows need to be red, blue, green, red, blue, green, red, blue, green, red, blue, green. And I'm sitting at the dinner table trying to eat. That's what a manic moment is about. These people are just insane. They're just <laughs> entitled. They just feel like I should get what I want. That's not what I feel when I'm manic. I feel you. What I feel when I'm manic is out of control mm -hmm. of what's going on. And it could be, I'm looking at a picture on the wall. It's red, it's green, it's red, it's green, it's red, it's green, it's red, it's green. That's what's going on in my head. It's not, I want to put this person down and degrade them because they are, you know, that's not... I don't have that presence of thought. What's the difference between manic and narcissism? You know, the difference between manic and We live and in a time of narcissists. Yeah. The difference between Maduma manic... says human behavior cannot be separated from the human's environment. The experience we have a result of our environment. That's, that's what I'm saying. No, it's, the it's, difference that, that's, between that's definitely manic... it. That's definitely it. He's right. It's the environment. It's what, and your environment means like your parent. With that, my environment just is here in my house. That's all I experience. Sure, I don't but it's out. also the outside world. No. no, it's not. I don't go to the outside world. But you just I say you get in trouble at the tours and people fuss at you. If I have to go out for my no. dad, uh, what? But then, but you the do something good between... for him that makes you feel good. No. Right, like you just said that. You no, just said that when you no, bring I him his food that his he wants, cable, his cable, whatever, good. whatever it may be. I'm just. I went I'm to just his to apartment. To I didn't go to the store. I went to his apartment. Sure. Right, but you got to make the move from A to B. And There's what, a total difference between going to my dad's apartment. I know. I'm just saying you still have to move. Store. You still have to make the move, though. And anything can happen from A to B, right? Am I making any sense? No. But I get what you're getting at. <laughs> trying to say that I might have had a car accident or I might have had to encounter another person. Mm -hmm. uh, you're right on that. But it didn't happen, so. Well, you know, these moments, man, like decisions. Every decision leads to something, you know. Every decision we make, like the things that come out of our mouth, 
making a left turn, right turn. <laughs> you know, like it just it just sometimes you truly want me to go there, don't you? You're going there. You're going no there with or without me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just another mind in the space. No, uh, you're well, not. You're like at this point in time, you're like my mother talking to me, going, uh, but all right. Well, it's getting kind of late. We need to let's worry an hour and a half. <coughs> thank you. I want to thank everybody for watching. Thanks for all the comments, Laduma, uh, Lala Pisces, uh, Shinadua, Bonnie Babe, Karen, Rod. Mm -hmm. And uh, Julie, I want to thank y'all for all the comments. Thank y'all for support. Make sure you share the podcast, share the stream, go off and share it right now. Uh, subscribe, you know, already subscribe, listen on SoundCloud or iTunes, all that good stuff. Make sure you leave a review, repost it. Um, very thankful, John. Thank you for coming on again. Thank you so much. You come anytime you want to, just let me know. Thank I'll do man. a show any day of the week for you. You know, you know, I feel about you. You're a great person. Appreciate and I'm going to buy those tickets to the next show so, you, so I don't miss out. <laughs> And you're my you 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 on the guest list, man. Okay, you're, I'll you're I'll see the information. List. You know, we uh, have the same first name, so yeah, exactly. Gotta, it's it's a kindred <laughs> spirit type vibe going there. One love, one love to Laduma. Thank you, thank you, sir. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, any last words before we shut it down tonight? Uh, I'm coming out with an album, and enjoy the uh, evening. Come, you know, I'm I'm promoting this album before it comes out, but it will be out in uh, February. Our first show is March fourth at the High Noon Saloon. So. It's after my birthday, so. Ooh, March second. You know, March second. March second, Pisces. Oh man, we need to uh, we need to celebrate your birthday then. So come oh, on out, you'll be my guest. Oh, sounds good to my me. CD release uh, party, yes sir. Oh, we we in there, we in there. Absolutely. Hey, hey, thanks again, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Make sure you check out my other videos. Big video coming next week, so look out for it. All right, y'all, love. Love. Peace.